Hello and welcome to episode 148 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Good man, good. Didn't think we'd be here for this show. I know, this is a very, very interesting one indeed. Uh, We are here to discuss Child's Play, the 2019 remake. Um, We have a long history with this one, um, all the way back to when it first got announced. Strapping guys, yeah. We're going to take yeah. you on a history trip. It's going to be it's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, kind of Cult of Chucky was a, a very big moment for, for us those the show. Got, for those of you that haven't been listening to the show for a while, we have a very deep kind of interest in the Child's Play series, weirdly enough. Yeah, we, we, love, the podcast. we love it. We absolutely love it. We um, love us some Chucky. So yeah, this was a very interesting one. We will get to that. Um, but first, there is a little bit of news, uh, some interesting stuff in here, actually. But um, mm. Just a quick update just before we go into the proper news is that we talked last week about the Fright Fest announcement. Um, mm. Obviously, ahead of their proper announcement. So I guess we'll save the proper discussion until then when they sort of announce their full schedule. Um, but just ahead of it, they announced both their opening and closing films. Um the opening film is Come to Daddy, um, starring one Elijah Wood, which looks pretty interesting. Um, and in the closing film is A Good Woman is Hard to Find. Um, so no free from hell there, unfortunately. Um, I know. We hyped really... it up so yeah. much, guys. I, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. It was not a joke to me. I genuinely believed it to my core. Yeah. Um, it was real to us, goddammit. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I thought we'd willed it into existence. But, you know. Yeah. Fright Fest is still going to be awesome. I'm, exactly. uh, I'm pretty stoked for the Elijah Wood movie. Like mm. we we haven't seen kind of Elijah Wood kind of playing a psycho for a little while, and <laughs> we love seeing Elijah Wood playing a psycho. So Hell yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah, it's cool. But yeah, just for a quick update because obviously we mentioned it last week, but we'll go over the sort of full schedule once we've once we see it. Yeah, we're only um, about a week, you know, yeah. or two weeks away from the full lineup being announced. I know, it's crazy close at this point. Yeah. It's awesome. I can't wait. Um, but yeah, going into the proper news now, this is a really fascinating one to start with. Um, I'm assuming you've seen this. If not, your mind is about to be blown. Um, I think because... it was blown earlier today. So basically, we 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 spoke we spoke about this so much on the show in the news regarding this kind of... Obviously, Scream, the TV series, ran for two seasons on MTV. Um, we quite liked it. Two and um, a special. Yeah, was it was it it was also special, wasn't it? Um Yeah, it was like the Halloween kind of I know what you did last summer special. Mm. Um yeah, I loved yeah. it. Like yeah. I um you know, for someone who Scream is like one of my all-time favorite horror movies, Wes Craven, like that is like untouchable ground and yet they managed to chuck out a TV show that I massively enjoyed as well, mm. which I would not have seen coming. Yeah, so it was really interesting. And we knew at the time that they had done this kind of new take on it. They were kind of um, reimagining the third season. So it was going to be a complete reboot of the cast, none of those uh, returning faces, and they were going to do a new season. And it kind of shot, and we knew all the cast and everything. And we were just kind of waiting for it to get a release date on MTV. And then I don't know if that was one of the things that was the fallout of the whole Weinstein Weinstein, uh, company fallout. Possibly. Um, Might have been. Because Dimension is owned by the Weinstein company and mm. obviously I'm pretty sure Dimension still at least owned some rights to Scream um, yeah I'd imagine so, it was something in that fallout because this just went like like black blackout didn't it you know yeah we didn't know what the hell happened to it there was massive talk at the start of this year that Netflix were going to pick it up mm. um, and then that seemed to have because gone away because the UK we got it didn't we on Netflix we did yeah we like yeah, the yeah. day after it aired on MTV yeah. which was cool um that seemed to be more of a thing like last year. I feel like now with so many, like I feel like the 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 kind of on demand services are competing so much now that you don't really see that like as much now, which is a shame. Yeah, the um, synergy between the two, they'd be like, oh, if MTV, MTV have got it, we're not even going to promote it then. Like exactly because like, like the na- Twilight Zone and stuff. yeah. Like Castle Rock, we still like. There's no way to properly watch that in the UK. Like it's it's mad. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, like so we have full details on it now. Titled Scream Resurrection, mm-hmm. um, is a six episode season airing across three nights, so two episodes a night. Yeah, um, crazy. Starting on Monday, July eighth, um, and like I say, only running for two days. Um, and it's going to be on VH VH one. Um, <laughs> so mad. 
like i didn't even know that that was like a tv channel in the u.s like no you know, I, I was didn't. like is it just a music thing obviously like, like retro rock like <laughs> yeah like obviously that, that was what like mtv was like back in the mm. day but obviously we i we know that that's obviously they have loads of mtv originals nowadays um but yeah th- this whole thing is weird and there was a little teaser trailer did you see it um yeah i did i did and i saw the big the big thing in this and the ghost face is back yeah, they, they both got the mask and they've also got Roger Jackson, who voices the killer in the Ooh. franchise, to return as well. So it's kind of the big return of these two really major things um, yeah. in this weird little thing. Like, it feels so small watching the trailer. It kind of felt like cuts of other movies mixed with a fan edit. Like, it didn't feel like a real yeah, thing watching it the teaser. Yeah, it felt really strange. And kind of like when they were like showing all the cast and the characters and that, it felt... Yeah, it really, if I'd have just seen that on YouTube, I would have thought it was like one of these kind of fan-made trailers that that comes out. It's not not that it was bad. It was just kind of like not your usual trailer. And it was kind of, it was just odd to see. It it does feel weird to A, have Ghostface back and B, to have him kind of back and revealed in a trailer. Like, I really thought if they were going to do that, they'd keep it under wraps and let it be announced on the, um, you know, while you're watching the show not in a trailer Mm. but i guess they want to get eyeballs on it and ghostface will do that yeah i mean that's the interesting thing really like it it could go either way but i think the way that this is presented doesn't fill me with confidence um Mm. it was obviously on the shelf for many years and that can obviously be out of its control we've talked about it before like films like polaroid that it's just it's completely out of their control and it has no reflection on the quality of the movie whatsoever Mm. um so hopefully it's going to be something like that but yeah i don't I'm excited to check it out because this is probably going to be the last screen thing we see for a very long time. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it doesn't look great. Like I would have liked just another season of the show. Um, yeah, but... I really wanted like the conclusion of with it. What was it, Riverdale or something? Where was it? I can't even remember what, and the guy's name. But anyway, I really wanted the conclusion to that and kind of mm. it. It wasn't. It didn't have a nice ending, and I wish they'd have filmed another like two-hour special or whatever just to finish that off Mm. um because i really liked the cast and everything in that i think that was kind of the thing that we said kind of it had such a strong cast and we've we've seen a couple of those actors kind of go on to do other things in the genre and kind of you know i I would have liked them just to come back for one more little thing but i mean you know i'm down for more scream i just kind of thought like if you're actually going to get ghostface back and you know get kind of some of the original actors you know and potentially even start to look at the crew and that sort of thing like you could actually try to make a movie out of this and get Mm. get more buzz behind it or keep it more low-key and don't bring you know don't have ghostface um you know the, the tv the original tv show showed that you could just use the name and let it be something very different where this does seem too close to the original franchise that i don't know whether i'm gonna be down for it but we'll give it a watch yeah that was definitely one of the things i really enjoyed about the tv series actually mm. like i'm gonna miss that new mask i like the yeah. way it looks and it definitely it put was, that you know it, a, it didn't only have name. the obvious comparisons with the film mm. did it? it very much felt like its own thing and yeah i'm definitely like i don't want a new screen movie um so no, i'm, I'm kind of glad it's tv but it, it does seem like they're trying just, to just make a cheap tv version just, yeah, of the movie the thing. i just feel like at least if they were going to do it i'd want to have like a budget and stuff behind it instead of it yeah. being so cheap mm. but um what what i learned from the the tv show was that i just i just actually like the idea of scream being this you know, in name alone, you know, there's nothing else that connects a TV show to the movies um, mm. in, in terms of like, you know, any major things. They're not trying to make it a prequel or a sequel or anything like that. Like, I'm already like dreading if they start to bring up character names and stuff in this, this yeah. show. But we'll see, you know, we, let's not judge until we've seen it. We've We've been there before with this podcast. Yeah, we will be probably <laughs> later this episode um, and with some of this news as well. Um, because, yeah, that's one of the weirdest things about this genre, like with horror that you don't get this with any other medium, really, of like there are so many franchises that people love that are just constantly being mistreated, misused, brought yeah. back from the dead. It's so weird. Like think about something like Ghostbusters that people are constantly every five minutes, people have been trying to reboot that. And like since yeah. those two movies, we've only had one film and that's yeah. kind of mental to think about it when it's like, how many different times have we seen Leatherface wheeled out and all these other characters? And like, now we're getting Ghostface again. And yeah, it's really bizarre. Yeah. And we live um, in a world where like Halloween has been done three times and yeah. the original run of the the films had like eight of them anyway do you know what i mean it's just like yeah. um it is mad like you know the but 
I guess it's just it is such a different genre for that reason. So this next story is about another potential remake slash reimagining, <laughs> um, and it is one paranormal activity. Um, mm. This one's interesting. It's kind of man, like. Yeah, there's Wasn't there's it almost by Blumhouse. Yeah, there's like almost nothing here. Basically, there was just an announcement that um I think it's Paramount who kind of own the rights to it. Yeah, are teaming up with Blumhouse. Um, and they that that was literally the only thing I can find as a quote from the mm-hmm. uh, Paramount's uh, stu- studio chairman and CEO, just saying we are partnering with yeah. Uber horror producer Jason Bloom to bring a new installment of Parallel Activity. And that that no, ink was yeah. almost as wet as mark hamill's when they announced that he was going to be the voice of chucky like <laughs> yeah. they they have nothing else right now they're like yep we're gonna do a paranormal activity movie with, they're just like we've got Bloomhouse do well and Bloomhouse do well so let's just yeah. you know have them do our franchise um yeah. why not and yeah like now is obviously i mean there's the gonna be a time. lot of people going to Bloomhouse after halloween like mm. you know giving them their ip you know this this let's go let's get nightmare on elm street back well, I bet there's so many companies like Friday the 13th that they wish they could do that. They're just mm. in such a sort of tug of war with the rights. That, yeah, yeah, if any of these, like, say, this is one of those situations yeah, some Paramount of these seem to own, you know, Paranormal Activity, so they can easily make the deal. Um, mm. Whereas a lot of these old school ones, like, I, God knows who owns, like, Hellraiser at this point. It seems like not like it's not that expensive because people seem to be able to pick it up for a fiver. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. I think like, you just, just have to take possession of the box. Yeah, I pretty think that's much. that's how it works. Um, but yeah, this is an interesting one. Like, obviously, we talked to death about how we're kind of sick of these these possession and ghost movies, and, and not just sick of them, but just because so many of them aren't massively our taste, mm-hmm. even though there are some we liked. But definitely, you know, we liked these movies a lot when they first. Oh, came I out. love Paranormal Activity. Like uh, the first two, like blew me away, and mm. you know, even some of the other sequels were were you know decent in comparison to what we're getting now. Like. Um, you know, it kept things much more grounded, which I really appreciated. It was when it got more crazy in the latter ones that it lost me a bit. Like that first movie, you know, is just terrifying. I think that's the good thing as well about having Bloomhouse as a, a you know producer with this, where we've talked about it a lot that they are like the kings of making these low budget movies and, and yeah. making profit. And so yeah, like Paranormal Activity, even though like they, they Bloomhouse always stick to five million, I still feel like that's way too much for one of these movies um, because yeah, yeah they're, they're cheap movies. Like you don't need a lot of what's going on. It's all about the creativity and who you, you just put need a shitty camera. camera and like a sheet and some flour <laughs> and a house yeah all you need guys. Oh, if only it was that easy um yeah. just just you know give me the rights i can do it right there that's what i need <laughs> um, i might th- even add like a dog you may as well you know, um yeah, the nothing yeah add keanu reeves as well um mm, i don't think i'll get him for the five mil <laughs> not right now. no not right now well, he will um, do anything yeah but only good stuff um but yeah this next one is kind of interesting because we we discussed this i think we discussed it on the show we certainly discussed it off air where i was like <laughs> The Boy 2, that's supposedly coming out next week and um, yeah. or in next month. And there's nothing about this movie. There was no trailer, no yeah, poster. Yeah, I think we spoke about this off air. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's been nothing. Like, it was just saying it was coming out in the middle of July. And yeah, with no trailer and anything, it was just like, this This movie clearly doesn't probably exist. Um, True. And I, don't, I still don't think it does because it's now been moved until December 6th, um, mm-hmm. which is really Pre-production bizarre. Pre-production begins in August. Yeah, it's obviously like the, I feel like they just were like, "Oh, there's Annabelle and Child's Play. We should just shove this movie out as well." And then they were like, "Wait, we actually have to film it." Like, yeah. I don't know. But uh, yeah, <laughs> like a load of people just looked at each other, and you've got the boy too, right? They're like, no, I mm-hmm. thought you were filming it. And like, shit. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't have script, any right guys. I don't have any enthusiasm for this movie. Like, obviously, if I see a trailer and it looks cool, then I'll be down. The like, thing like is, I didn't. I, really, I quite like the boy. Yeah, but it had no need for a sequel. Yeah, you know, it's one of the really most un- no need movies we've seen. Where it's like it yeah. does not need a sequel. The you know the, the movie ends in a way that the 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 original movie that you were sold in the trailers is not the way that the boy one ends. Mm. So how do you now transition into the boy two? You know it, it it's it's going to be weird. Like how do you sell just the creepy doll movie again after that movie? Like it just doesn't make sense. You <laughs> like, can't. Like, that's um, the thing, but we'll see. But yeah, we shall see. Someone's gonna have to write that in the next six months. So good luck to yeah. them. Um and then yeah, this last one I just I just throw in for my own amusement, really, because it's not really horror. Um it's one of those things where sci-fi always bleeds through on the show. And god damn it, I love the Matrix and I want to talk about it. Um what? because I, I don't know if you saw this or not. But there, no, this... I mean I'm just got I've just got 
searching Terminator constantly, bro. That's fair enough. But this is this is let me have this because th- these rumors have been circulating for about a year now. Where um, it, it's been like a lot of different sources have linked this. That um, Keanu will do anything. Well, Keanu's not involved apparently. <laughs> nah, um, he'll be there. So, so it's it's the Wachowskis returning to direct a new Matrix movie. It was kind of like the initial buzz, and that was enough to get me excited. And th- and now it's being reported that Michael B. Jordan is going to be the star. Ooh. And I'm already just salivating and thinking about this movie, and I'm like, please let this happen like I, I adore these movies so much including the sequels um keanu just, will be the oracle like, i know like he can it. totally be in it like because he's just oh, he definitely oh, will he definitely like will. i just want this to happen so bad i just want to put it in there that like hopefully there's my fellow matrix brethren out there like myself that just really want this movie to happen um oh, and it seems, this seems like it's the closest it's ever been since uh, the last movie um because yeah this has been going around for about a year now so hopefully I, I don't think this was the official announcement. There was like again websites reporting it earlier this week, um, start saying that it's going to begin production in early 2020. So maybe we'll probably hear something next year. Um, mm, we'll see. Fingers, fingers crossed. Cannot wait for this one. Um, but yeah, that was the last news. Shall we dive into this week's film? It's about time, man. Let's talk about the new Child's Play. Yeah, obviously we we discussed it. Like, if you are a long term listener, try not to repeat the same things. But obviously, when this first got announced, it came from a really bad place. At least I considered it to, or perceive it to be that way. Um, it was very much kind of a remake against the own creators. It very yeah, much felt like a fuck you in a lot of ways. Yeah, we're a big fan of pretty much all the Child's Play movies. For anyone that's not listened to, to that far back to the show, and like um talked about him extensively you know went to fright fest saw the premiere of cult of chucky and loved the fact that this was one of the kind of purest horror franchises you you spoke earlier about and i said about kind of halloween being redone Mm. three times leatherface getting constantly wheeled out whereas child's play has been this kind of continuous story visioned by like one man um you know that that is very rare and to have this kind of you know perfect linear thing that's not been kind of remade and anything like that over the years was was kind of really cool and then the fact that then they announced this we was like oh that's a shame but you know if don's down and then kind of we heard that pretty much everyone involved with the movies as they currently are were dead against this and it seemed like it was just a rights battle it 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 was born from a horrible place and Mm. we obviously took the side with the people that we were fans of their movies and you know at the end of the day it's their vision and they were frustrated by it initially and it was even murkier as well because there was this announcement prior to this that we knew Mm. that we were getting a tv series um called child's play the tv series and never was supposed to continue (laughs) on from cole and all of this stuff and yeah like that's since been delayed until 2020 i really don't think it's going to happen i said that before it can't it can't happen if if cult ever gets any sort of sequel it has to be a film because Mm. how do you transition something like this well they have already said that haven't they they've already said that it was like oh it's going to be fresh new ideas and they've said it's no fiona it's no jennifer like it's the voice of brad as chucky and that's it it's not a continuation of cult then is it exactly you know it's it's just yeah but anywho child's play yeah so yeah, basically that was our thoughts. Was that this wasn't a thing we were excited for? Um, we we discussed other little things. Like we were obviously pumped to see Mark Hamill get on board. That was a very exciting announcement. Yeah, I think like you know the initial news came out. Then we got the footage of the doll, and the doll mm. looked weird. You know, just yeah. when you see the pictures of the doll, the doll looked weird. And then things started to kind of pick up. You know, the 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 trailer came out. We got the Mark Hamill announcement, and kind of. The more we heard and saw of this film, the more we were kind of interested. And to the point that I was pretty looking forward to seeing this, like, was getting to the point I was like, hell yeah, we're actually going to see a Chucky movie in the cinema. Like, let's go. Hmm. 
and we have now seen it we have indeed <laughs> it seems we pretty crazy indeed. like it was a weird feeling when when we were about to have this start it was just like a random saturday night and there was not many people in the cinema like there never is anymore mm. and i was like wow we're about to see like the <clears> new <throat> and i remember the excitement we had obviously with like a packed screening at fright fest mm. opening movie the world premiere and this was this yeah. was life, we're, we're, we're life have like, away from that yeah we're, we're like seeing the cast and director and everything like going into the premiere screening and then q a and then suddenly this year we've got like 10 people in the cinema and what's but, even funnier is that movie felt huge yet this is way bigger like this is such a bigger release but this felt tiny this felt so minute yeah. in comparison because obviously yeah, we had we've, we've had such a thing. unique double bill of these two yeah uh, so i was yeah. like well i guess we better go see the new chucky movie that like everyone's yeah. talking about on twitter and stuff like so yeah interesting <laughs> yeah and yeah i mean um so this movie kind of um you know goes a very different stance it is it is child's play almost in character alone really um because it's almost no longer name alone really yeah yeah um you know it, it's not a serial killer trapped inside a doll at this point um this movie centers around andy and his mum um and andy receiving a doll um but at this point it's been massively modernized basically i can't remember what the company's called now can you that's basically amazon with alexa oh yeah it's a weird word i can't remember uh, like but anyway caspan yeah. or something <sighs> yeah yeah kasabian something like something that, like that yeah. <laughs> um but basically yeah basically it's amazon like an alexa and just kind of like your home being this this hub that kaslam kaslam um that the um you control and now you have this doll that can control it as well but this doll is like proper high tech it it can you know it can walk around your house it will engage in conversation with you it will play board games with you like it's a proper crazy ai doll and um it'll tell you, you forgot your science book. yeah <laughs> it will like remember your homework for you and is basically like your best friend like which is kind of what the original like child's play good guy doll mm. was but just kind of like you know we're in 2019 not 1985 or whatever and yeah. like um so yeah it's a much more modern approach on that and basically it is the um buddy doll um who inadvertently names himself chucky um more like ai learning and starting to kind of develop these kind of killer urges and as he kind of gets closer to andy and wanting to protect andy and also kind of getting these urges and these ai learnings he starts to go off the rails and we start to get some good chucky action hmm. like, there's a there's um, a line really early in the movie i think it is that literally the first thing we see on screen is the hmm. advert like yeah, it is. Somebody yeah. and there's a line where it basically she basically he basically says like whilst using its own self-taught or self-learning technology and it was this very small line just thrown in and mm. i really like that because it's, it's very that black mirror thing that as soon as you put that in there you're just like okay that's like enough to kind of make me believe that it's going to slowly turn because it's not mm. just like that's always the thing with any sort of ai you always say like well why does it go from being your you know awesome thing to suddenly wanting to kill you and yeah it always is that matter of choice and learning and evolving. And so like, I like that it's just a small line just thrown in there. Like that was enough for, yeah, me for that part of it anyway. Definitely. And kind of, um, Andy, as he kind of realizes that his doll is a bit different to the rest, um, and kind of is, it, it swears when he swears and kind of gives him kind of non robotic answers. And his, he has some friends that kind of see this and see the doll in action and they can kind of get it to do things that the normal doll won't. And um, mm. the friends are like, you realize this is the start of every, like basically Skynet, like mm. <laughs> the, the end robots taking over movie. And they're like, <laughs> not this little buddy doll it's fine um and yeah i really enjoyed that little throwaway comment as well that was just like yeah you uh you're in trouble guys yeah um <laughs> but the the um opening scene as well kind of after the uh initial advert um was was basically the manufacturing kind of factory um in some kind of can't remember which country it was now where basically the dolls get made in like the kind of weirdest scenario ever where this 
one guy is making individual dolls and processing the chips as they get loaded on the back of the lorry. He basically becomes a disgruntled employee and gets sacked. And um, his he gets told he's got to leave the second he finishes the doll he's working on. (laughs) So obviously he takes disables the violence inhibitors and um, pumps up anger learning, Mm. (laughs) you know, turns it into a killer doll and kind of. It was interesting because when we that as like a first scene, I was like rolling my eyes like Jesus Christ, like really. And as we got more into the movie, I appreciated that kind of more and more. Mm. And like when I see this movie again, I will just chuckle at that scene because um, this movie is a complete throwback. Um, you know, we've talked about throwbacks in the, in this show quite a bit and kind of like some that we've have been labeled that way and haven't been and some that have been massively like this massively is for me and that opening scene just reminds me of like the friday the 13th sequels and kind of you know even even the child's play you know kind of um child's play three and well even two um, two i'm thinking even like when you just have these kind of really dumb zany moments where they kind of bring the killer back and in this case kind of create the issue and mm. it, it wasn't really needed because the the no. comment you said and the kind of fact that he just is a little bit different and just kind of, you know, glitches and then gets the learning would have been enough. But I, yeah. I kind of dug like this really dumb kind of cheesy reason for him being dodgy. Yeah, it was funny because I enjoyed that opening scene quite a bit when it happened because I was like, oh, OK, this is the tone that this movie's going for because it was. Yeah, very I wasn't quite with, there like, at that point, like yeah. with the with it on the screen and everything. And then I actually went the other way where f- for this movie gets to a place which we'll talk about this really fun and is definitely uh hits this tone that we're now talking about but i actually think that most of this movie isn't that tone like it's very straight and very serious and that's it kind of what i liked chunk. about it yeah like it, once because... chucky kind of starts to become chucky that's when it goes into it but that's like it yeah but that's quite that's oh, later yeah, than yeah like while. there's yeah. like this movie focuses a lot and spends a lot of time on building that relationship between chucky and andy that i really mm. liked and the fact that it is a case of yeah chucky is supposed to learn he's supposed to listen to like the buddy that he gets linked with um and he just takes things too literal and so like i like that the confusion that's there like chucky starts doing things that he shouldn't do yeah we had great it's, with, it's with like good intentions at his heart and like i liked you actually get sympathy for chucky in those scenes which yeah. i quite liked we like oh he actually is just looking out for andy but he's oh, taking were, things the there wrong were way fantastic scenes kind of an early scene on where like um chucky and andy are playing a game and the cat scratches andy mm. and andy like goes to the bathroom to like get a get a um bandage and kind of comes back and chucky's strangling the cat and mm. he's like what are you doing and chucky's like the cat hurt you i can't have anyone hurt you and like and he says like, things no. as well he like yeah. replays things that andy said yeah. just in jest like oh and i wish like, the cat would go away or yeah. something and he's like no you mustn't ever hurt anyone chucky like no you really can't and like chucky's like it, you know it, it is like in a child you know learning mm. and kind of being like no you can't just hit like anything and he's trying to teach it but he's a child himself and yeah kind of i feel like that's what goes against that whole scene with like the violence inhibitors because it's like he's not immediately violent it's just kind of dumb um but you know it 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 definitely it it does take away from that part of the tone but i think in terms of it just being like this you know i can imagine why they put it in there just for for Mm. for the fun of it really i almost Um, feel like they knew they were going to get criticized and be like how does a doll just suddenly become a killer and they were like well here's like your wacky you know screw you this is how like yeah even though i enjoyed it as it was happening i I think the movie would be better without that scene personally now having seen the whole thing because i think it gets to a place where i think it actually earns the chucky that they give you in this movie um that's not necessarily earned in that opening scene um but it's still a fun scene for sure yeah, it's um, such a fun, like, seeing the journey. Like, I wasn't expecting to see, like, this relationship between Andy and Chucky so much. Um, yeah. And it's kind of like, in the original movie, you kind of get the, you know, Andy does kind of have this relationship, but Chucky's kind of Chucky from the beginning. So you don't get this kind of both of them building this relationship and building character that, that you do in this one. Um, so it's, it's a you know much different take. Um, and yeah, I wasn't expecting to kind of really be into that. Um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, I mean, as soon as this movie then kicks into kind of, you know, what we all know we're coming to watch, you know, the, the, the doll going off the rails and kind of when that kicks in, um, 
it really goes there like you know the, the there's some really good deaths in this kind of some of the best that we've seen like in the mm. franchise with chucky and you know him actually doing really crazy shit um you know we'll get into kind of this movie and it, i think like it's actual age rating and some other conversations there at some point um but but yeah i i could not believe how much i enjoyed this movie like um if you'd have said to me a year ago that this was like i'd have walked out with like a massive smile on my face i would not have believed it mm. um one of the things that like we've spoke about um like when we originally saw the doll and like not liking the way the doll looks when you first start and, and you kind of get introduced to the doll it felt a little bit weird but the second the doll started talking and you realize what they were going for, the fact that he can have so much expression and can kind of, like you say, actually feel sympathy, but then he can look terrifying as well. They have a really funny scene where Andy's kind of teaching him to kind of look scary and yeah. do all these weird faces. <laughs> that was fantastic. Like, you couldn't have done that unless you had such an expression at doll and kind of... Um, by the end of it, I was a big fan of the doll as well. Like, uh, just everything that I thought I wouldn't like, I, I ended up loving. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was a massive surprise to me. Yeah, I pretty much agree. Like, I didn't love this movie, but I really, really liked it. And I was not expecting to even slightly like it. Like, I was my going in, I was like, if I'm not pissed off by this movie, yeah. that's a success. And it didn't yeah. piss me off in the slightest. I actually really, really enjoyed it and was, I loved parts of it. Parts of it were just meh, but it didn't really annoy me. Um, we'll get into it. But I thought, yeah, they nailed, like, say, the deaths were fantastic. Um, Chucky was really good. And, and I think that's the thing where this whole movie grew on me as a whole. I think it gets better and better and better until it ends. And that's a great feeling knowing that it's like you're constantly at the best scene as the previous scene, yeah. um, which I think this movie does really well. Um, but Chucky in particular is the one that emphasizes that more than anything. Cause yeah, the first time you see him, he's just like, Oh, he's so weird. Like, especially the eyes are really, well, yeah, like they have red... these like, these weird like yeah. uh, but, like they look like bags under his eyes they're just so like because like you say they want to remote it so much and then they have to keep that plasticky look mm. so you can kind of see where all the grooves are on the face where they want to move it and that's just weird when you see it like in a photo um yeah but as soon as it starts moving and, and then you get that brilliant mark hamill performance as well which like we've discussed it before and like we'll talk about obviously how crazy it is that they got him and everything and i i know that he got paid for this movie but i still think they were incredibly lucky to get him because yeah. i think that's an easy thing if you just have a shit chucky that like it could easily make a lot of things fall apart even though they nailed a lot of the other oh, things yeah, and, and having someone like a mark hamill a he's incredible B, he's like a massive name, but C, he's really good at voiceover stuff as well. Yeah, and he's because, like do things under pressure as well. Yeah, like you could get a great actor, but it doesn't mean they can do a great Chucky. They're not going to be good no, at VO. No. Like, no. you know, but to have like a great actor and someone that's good at VO and someone that pretty much everyone on the planet knows, like, you know, oh, it's, it's, it's goddamn Luke Skywalker. Choice. Like, <laughs> when you think about you know, it though, you're just like, who could they have got this better? Like, honestly, yeah. like. Because like I say, he's an established name. People love him. And he's got this years, decades and decades of fantastic... Like, he's more of a prolific voiceover artist than he is actor at this point. And yeah. that's that's crazy. And so, yeah, like yeah. like I say, even though I know that he got paid and he's a paid actor, I still think they were incredibly lucky to get him to say oh, yes yeah, to definitely. this movie. Because I think he is the glue that holds this all together. And he's going to make this movie incredibly rewatchable. Um, if we mm. ever see anything in the future of Chucky, that's the thing that's going to excite me the most, is, oh, I can't wait to see him dive into this character more. And actually get a chance to not just read the lines over a movie that was already recorded um, yeah. because it definitely feels that way at times and he's yeah, doing the does. best job to his ability but there are certain times where it doesn't like we know the production of obviously the previous chucky movies where it's like that's the first thing that happens is brad's voiceover happens and then that's like played on set so the actors can react to it and i do think that some of the acting performances were not great like they weren't bad at all but they just weren't excellent you know they it was were for me yeah and I think that's some they don't of the interactions really with the doll chucky. Mm. like you know, when they're being the when they're being attacked by a chucky mm. that's that's fine to react to and those scenes yeah. worked it's more the scenes of emotion and kind and of there's a lot as well they do yeah, a good job really and, when you think about of, it <laughs> incredible because yeah. you know the way that mark kind of delivered that performance mm. they didn't know that tone and yeah. like he had to do like they had to do a great job kind of playing off something that wasn't there and then mark had to kind of you know turn his performance into something that matched that tone when he was looking yeah. at it doing the vo and so 
yeah, both both of them did a great job. Mark did a fantastic job. And like you say, some of the stuff, it is a little bit difficult, but we're not, you know, we're not kind of at some of the levels what we've seen where actors are just staring at nothing and, and can't mm. kind of perform with it. You know, they did a good job as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, like you said, I'm, I was so surprised about this movie. This is one of the yeah. most like refreshing surprises of 2019 for me. Definitely. Where, yeah, I, I expected to dislike this. There was a point where I had no interest in even watching this movie. Mm. Um, I'm glad we did. And I, the fact that I really enjoyed it is awesome. You know, it's it's got its problems. Like, I think the, the humor is mixed. And we say this a lot with these. And it's kind of, that's why it's hard to judge. Because obviously comedy is different for everyone. People just have different tastes. Yeah. Um, but there is some stuff that I thought was really good. Like, especially as the movie gets on. That we'll I mean, discuss, but there's the some really is, awkward stuff early on that I didn't find funny at all. Yeah, definitely. But I think the stuff that landed landed real good. Yeah, you know, when we get into it, some of that, some, like this, has one of the mem- most memorable um, kind of chain of events in a horror movie yeah. for a long time. Um, yeah. If we had like best moment slash sequence, that would be up there. <laughs> yeah, like it blew me away for like kind of the horror, the comedy, just the mm. way it panned out. Everything just worked, and yeah, yeah that's mad. Um, so yeah, I just I can't believe that we actually, like I say, I was I was always kind of down for watching this movie just because I wanted to be able to judge it more than anything. Mm. Um, but there was a point that we thought we might not even see this, and like. <laughs> to get to like that to net to know this is is incredible and it just shows as well that like at the end of the day and we and we did say this that like you know the people that are making this movie um are going to come from a good place like the rights and everything else all of that history aren't the people making this movie and if the people making this movie do a good job and and you know want to do a true job of it then we we could get a really good movie and kind of um Obviously, the director, um, kind of Lars Klefberg, we finally got to see Polaroid. And, mm. like, he basically got this gig off Polaroid. Um, and kind of, we eventually got to see Polaroid and really liked it. And, um, you know, this guy is now two for two for me, which is fantastic. Yeah. You know? I thought I thought he was brilliant. Like, he, I think the way he choreographed a lot of these action sequences, mm. which we'll get into, his use of the doll, like, it's not too over the top. It's very much, you know... I, there are some really great reveals in terms of the, the spatial awareness and where they use Chucky. Like this whole mm. movie is pretty much set in this like one apartment. And I think they do a great job of putting Chucky in so many different areas. So you never really know where he's going to pop up. Like that was one of the great things yeah. about this movie is that he's, you never just go like, Oh, that's the spot where Chucky always is. Like he's, he's everywhere in this place. And I loved that. Cause that's the feeling you want of like when these kind yeah. of like, toys come to well, life, that they're just going to pop up anywhere. Like there's a stepdad character that, um, mm. Chucky kind of starts, you know, he he kind of like is just fucking with him, and he'll be like going to the fridge, and the doll will be in one place, and then there's like the, that exact scene happens later on in the movie, and he yeah. looks where Chucky was, and then he turns around and Chucky's on the counter and scares the shit out of him, and like <laughs> that's great, yeah, that, that that sort of thing was fantastic. Like mm. that's why, like I I can't really remember when the humor didn't hit, mm. but like. Quite often for me, the humor did hit, you know, there's there's obviously that whole montage that we won't go into. But early on, when Andy has his first night with the doll and um, he he's kind of like just talking to Andy and it's in the middle of the night and kind of um, Andy just wants to go to sleep. And he ends up singing him like the buddy song and like gets onto like the edge of the bed and gets right in Andy's face. Mm. And like Andy's just like, this isn't creepy at all. And like trying to get to sleep like that whole scene. I thought was proper funny and it really kind of um I wasn't expecting like because obviously we've we've known the child's play movies to have comedy in them the latter mm. ones I really thought they'd strip that back for this movie I wasn't yeah. really expecting comedy in this um so the fact that they kind of went there and like I say uh, some of it landed big for me and like you know did get me really laughing so yeah hats off to him again for that like Another thing as well, before we obviously touch spoilers, was that um, the soundtrack I thought was amazing. Like, it mm. really stood out. Seeing this movie on the big screen, it had a big screen feel, and I think the soundtrack backed that up massively. And we've discussed it in previous movies where, like, that's just something that's been so forgotten in genre movies, I feel like, where it's like, even movies that we love, like, it's really hard for me to pinpoint actual good soundtracks, where it's like, I, I always think of The Shape of Water because it's just like, I hear that movie before I see it. And this is up there for me of, like, one that is fantastic like the like it's 
it's already got a recognizable theme which i loved and just every little scene it's always there in the background haunting yeah. and, and it, but it's never overpowering um and they always let chucky be the voice of the movie but then it kind of like is the perfect background quiet it, blend, it blends with it so well yeah like it was quite, it was fantastic um, that was again another throwback where like oh remember when horror movies had amazing soundtracks yeah. like this is one of them yeah because like it just it reminds me of like a scream like mm. you know scream had like just such a phenomenal soundtrack and kind of like like you say that kind of theme that just kind of like is there throughout in different variations um mm. i think like it's interesting as well that like this movie is a big budget movie you know for a horror movie like yeah by far the most this franchise has ever seen and like um i don't know what the budget was did you actually look it up but like uh, i think it's like 10 mil yeah and you know like for them to actually go where they did with it and still go like crazy with the horror um i i was pretty glad to see you know because like we've seen it a few times with these movies recently and i'm really glad that they keep in doing that and they're not kind of toning back like child's play could have uh chucky could have been very kind of you know pg-13 with mm. this and and they didn't like when he kills he kills yeah well uh, we i discussed this on our mar episode where i said that during when we were watching that i was like this mm. movie's a 15 and it's really brutal and i said i guarantee that when we watch child's play it's going to be nowhere near as brutal as this yeah. and my god i'm pr- i'm happy to be proven wrong because yeah. this movie is more brutal than that and it has amazing death sequences and they really do get like they get the best out of that 15 where you're watching it going Definitely. like i actually don't know what a 15 is anymore in this country well, we we spoke about it and i really think it's worth talking about and it's not it's not really spoilery is it kind of the film no. so like um you know it's a, <laughs> watching this movie the kids are um late night watching a horror movie with chucky mm. and that horror movie's texas chainsaw massacre 2 mm. and it's bizarre because you basically end up getting like a 1 minute montage of texas chainsaw massacre 2 on screen um yeah like a lot of it's full screen as well (laughs) yeah like full screen all of the gory bits you know you you have decapitations you have like you know all the leather face stuff you have kind of like characters wearing yeah faces being removed and you know i mean it's texas chainsaw massacre 2 i'm sure you guys know like (laughs) you basically get a montage kind of weirdly out of order as well for the movie but Mm. um of of that movie in this movie, this movie is a 15, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is an 18. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, mm. how can the worst bits from, or, you know, the most violent bits of an 18 movie get put into another movie, and that movie get a lower age rating? Yeah. Like, is it because you don't get, like, the full context, I guess, of, like... That's what I was thinking, because they're, like, laughing at it, aren't they? Yeah. And it's kind of taken in jest. Maybe that's it. It's, yeah. it's very strange. You know, you don't get to see a face getting ripped off and realise that's, like, her friend and it's being put on her. And it's like, you know, that that is way worse when you watch the movie, but the violence is still there. It just shows, hmm. like, we have spoke about it, that kind of violence alone won't get you an 18 rating now yeah you know um we won't talk spoilers at all but like lords of chaos earn its 18 rating because of what happened with that violence it's not just violence for violence sake whereas this movie has crazy violence but it's all kind of done tongue-in-cheek and like you say mm-hmm. even when we're shown a movie that is an 18 it's shown with the kids like laughing and pointing and kind of making like fate you know mask jokes and that sort of thing and it's just kind of like oh so you can even turn an 18 movie into a 15 by like mm-hmm. by yeah, this it's, it's really <laughs> it's really bizarre and kind of yeah you know we have said uh, more off air than on air that kind of we see we have a massive like lack of 18 rated movies that we go see mm. um yeah, it's not like the kind R of, issue in the u.s yeah i was gonna say kind of any u.s listeners probably won't get it as much but like you know we have kind of like this two-tier threshold that um you know my memory going back was that most things back in the day got the 18 and kind mm. of a 15 was like oh maybe maybe i shouldn't bother with this and then i remember like kind of early 2000s the um uh 13 ghosts house on haunted hill and and, and ghost ship and all of those movies were getting 15 ratings mm. and it, it suddenly kind of 
seemed like the genre was going that way and now it just seems like you've got to do something crazy to get an 18 and with our ratings which is which is interesting like because it certainly wasn't the case a few years ago yeah it's changed massively like the, like you say the the ones that we've seen that are 18s are like very a small list mm. <laughs> like other like this year lords of chaos is the one that stands out and i can't think of anything off the top of my head as an 18 this year yeah um that we saw in the cinema obviously like i remember when we saw revenge that was a weird one being like oh it's an 18 like this is going to be violent and it was um yeah. but yeah like it's very much just like oh i'm guessing it's a 15 and then occasionally you go oh, it's a 12 a that's that's weird because <laughs> yeah, yeah that does happen sometimes as well <laughs> yeah um, ratings be weird yeah um but yeah but i guess we we should definitely talk spoilers at some point unless yeah, you, like, should we get would, recommendations and then go into some spoiler yeah definitely um yeah i would i would definitely recommend this movie you know whether you're a, a long-time fan like us or whether you're new to the franchise i think it ticks a lot of boxes um I do think it's a fresh take on Chucky, and I think that's the best thing they could have done, honestly. Yeah. Um, I forgot to say as well that I think that the only thing that does bum me out is the fact that this is just called Child's Play. Um, I know it's a small thing, and like it just this movie doesn't feel like Child's Play to me when I watched no. it. It felt like a really fun movie that I really enjoyed, but I will never think of this movie as called Child's Play. No. Um, and it's weird. I, like, I do wish it was more of a reimagining. Like, somehow it was like if the company started doing the dolls again, modern day, after this like tragedy that happened in the 80s, and you know, that's why they've redesigned the look of the doll. And I feel like you could do a bit more with that to try and of trying to include the history, but I know with the right it's very difficult which is very much why they just they they kind of sold it as a remake yeah. when it's not even a remake no you're retelling that story you're telling a you completely definitely you definitely story. make a good point where in my mind this is just a really cool movie yeah and like i don't really need it to be chucky i didn't need the doll to be called chucky you know the doll no. could have looked just a little bit more different because we see variations of buddy and i 100 looked... percent wish it was just called buddy i really yeah do. that's yeah it, that to, to you hear that buddy. word way more in this film yeah to me he is buddy and like that's the, you know like i say it's not to like put uh, you know the originals on a pedestal or to make mm. this different it's just that this is so different and, and it's yeah. good that it's different and it, it, it that's why we haven't really drawn like massive comparisons to the original no, to this to be because the, yeah there, there's no need for it because they're so different and both really enjoyable I think um, other than name alone, you can't really compare a doll that's possessed no. by a serial killer with a rogue AI. Like those are no, those exactly. are two completely different genres. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's why it's enjoyable. Um but yeah, I completely agree. Like I wish it was just, oh, I love Chucky mm. and I love Buddy. It's a shame that yeah. I have to go, well, there's two Chuckies. I like them both for completely different reasons. Yeah, when there's this initially this, came out and it was called Child's Play, it, it could have at that point he if he was just called Buddy and it was just this movie was called Child's Play because it was getting the, the you know the the name sake mm. but then just let him be buddy like it felt when he when he named himself chucky that did feel weird yeah that seems um, terrible like it, it doesn't was, make any sense it was a weird scene the fact that kind of that scene was written and filmed before mark hamill was signed up and then it mm. has a star wars reference and, yeah. then, and then like you know for him to be called chucky did seem a little bit weird but um yeah yeah for me like recommendation wise i think this is a great cinema horror and it's like a great throwback cinema horror that we don't necessarily get in cinemas often these days um so i think yeah you you, you need to just go see this in the cinema where you can like it's worth the extra to go see this on the big screen yeah definitely it's a great big screen horror movie yeah for sure um i didn't want to spoil it either but there's like we, we mentioned it a tiny little bit that there's this kind of song that is a very important part of this movie yeah um it's awesome it's one of the most memorable parts of the film probably one of my favorites God and yeah like that sells the buddy name even more yeah <laughs> because it constantly said the word buddy and that's what gets yeah. stuck in your head and so yeah like you say i don't have to keep harping on about it but yeah like this is buddy to me anyway um yeah but yeah, um, pretty much a recommendation from both of us, which I did not yeah. expect going the into this 2019 one. Child's Play. I know, madness. Um, hopefully people are shocked as much as we are. Um, but yeah, should we, like should, we, should we talk some, some spoilers? Hopefully people have checked out the movie now. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, there's only one scene I, I want to talk about, really. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, yeah, well, I mean, the deaths in general in this so movie is, are amazing, and and they really build to them well. What I've really loved about this movie, before we go into specifics with the actual deaths, is this movie did something I loved, which is that it sets up this real piece of shit character. Um, mm. And it's, like you say, it is a throwback. It's way over the top. It hits you over the head with it constantly. He's, like, abusive to the kid, and he's just The thing this is, real... they, they made him a piece of shit stepdad. Mm. And and then they threw in this absolute zany thing to make him fifty times worse. Yeah. And um, 
it doesn't really make sense because he's kind of like living there with them and like getting beers and just watching the game. And then like mm. we suddenly see him go home to like a wife and kids. And I'm like, yeah. what? There's double yeah, I guess they needed and like a that. different, I'm like, that's mad. A different location for him to get killed or something. Yeah, well, like, it kind of worked. Lights thing. It was um, fine. Like it, you just don't need to think about it. Like I say, this no. movie is just like a dumb fun thing. And like, but I loved that. that it sets up like this really nasty person because this yeah. is a problem that I've had with so many movies that we watched. And again, Halloween is the main issue. Like I feel like this movie is like it gets most of the things right. The Halloween got completely fucking wrong. And I think that one of the main ones is the tonally halloween just doesn't work because you you got michael myers who everyone loves let's go see him murder people and then you set up the massive amazing protagonist these three generations of women that you're supposed to root for and it's like what side am i on at this point it makes no sense so going into this movie the fact that they and michael spends most of the movie trying to get those three as well and you don't want him to and he also just kills like random innocent women with a baby and stuff and it's like how am i supposed to feel about that so like anyway um so when you actually get to like yeah you're building up this real piece of shit stepdad character and it's so great and it's so cathartic when he murders him and then there's another real piece of shit character who's like the kind of the janitor who works yeah. there and he's like creeping on the mom and he's been and he's like just... teased as a creepy piece of shit for the whole movie and exactly. then it's revealed he's a bigger one than what you so, realize i loved that because immediately it ticked the two boxes i'm gonna get these two cathartic scenes and we'll go over those death scenes because they were both amazing um but but then it got to the point where i was like okay i love this because it does the thing that i didn't like about halloween but the only downside is it makes you feel a bit safe in the movie because then it told me as a viewer, oh, Chucky is only going to kill bad people because you, we want you to root for Chucky. And so yeah. I was watching it going, okay, I'm kind of in a safe place as the audience member now. And then he starts terrorizing the neighbor who's been nothing but good to him. Yeah, it's like the lovely family. old lady. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay, he's going to terrorize her a bit. He's going to shake her up. Yeah, he's not especially actually... with like the Uber. I was just like, yeah. oh, I was he's like, just oh, going to mess around with her in the car. Exactly. Like, it's a very tame thing. It's a funny joke, but it's not actually going to be anything vicious. And then when they do just straight up kill her mm. i was like oh shit this movie has got it right again because not only has it has it given me the the satisfying kills of these piece of shit characters it's then gone the different way and has swerved me and has not made me feel safe as an audience member um and is now going after like genuinely nice people so now all, well, all rules are out the window and i love well, that so much because at that point at some point in these horror movie kind of villain revival movies the villain needs to die and mm. you need to want that to happen otherwise you're not gonna have a good time at the end of the movie Mm -hmm. so we we needed chucky to become a bit of a piece of shit himself and like killing her was the catalyst for that where you're like it happens later on like yeah you've got to go down there bro like you're like mate you just killed a nice old lady like when you're killing pieces of shit that was cool but yeah we're gonna have to get you now. Like, so you, the, the it really of helped the kills you kind of flip it around. And yeah, the kills themselves were all amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, they were both so good. Like, I don't even know which one I preferred, honestly. Like, maybe yeah. the first one, because it's the first one we get to see the, if, like, the, they can execute the, it perfectly. The first one was fantastic because you kind of got the kind of scene that we've already seen in the trailer of him on the Christmas lights. And I genuinely thought he was just gonna get hung with the mm. Christmas lights and that be the imagery. So for them to throw me a curveball there when he was all wrapped up in him and for him just to fall and just snap his legs, I was not expecting that. And yeah. then kind of you got the the drawn out scene with the lawnmower coming towards oh, him. And, so good. And I just thought to myself, they're not going to do anything crazy with this either. It's just going to cut away and we might yeah. get blood splatter on a pumpkin or something. Mm. <laughs> um, or whatever the hell was. I think it was pumpkins, <laughs> weren't it, in the garden? I don't know. It was like Probably loads possibly. of something. I think it was like pumpkins. But either way. Um, old ones, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you got this really gory scene with the lawnmower him like stabbing him in the in the head proper br- oh they're watermelons weren't they oh because yeah obviously mm-hmm. then you get kind <laughs> of the cut to andy next morning and it like when he walks through his bedroom and there's just the severed head on his desk with the kind of like uh, well the the face with the watermelon the throwback to kind of texas chainsaw massacre mm. um it was just kind of like holy shit and i i genuinely thought that would be it and that Andy would just carry on walking, and then when he comes back, the head will have gone, and he won't have seen it. But when Andy kind of walks back into the room and sees the head, and we get the whole scene that unfolds after that, mm. it, I, every part of that was hilarious. You know, it really became like a spoof kind of, you know, just slapstick movie where you know he's wrapping the head up in wrapping paper. 
the mum sees it, makes him go, you know, he says it's a gift for the next door neighbour, and it just keeps escalating, mm. and it was landing, and it was just, I, I was having a fantastic time the whole time. Like, when, you, when you're like, oh, shit, like, he, the cop is, the mum, um, <laughs> sorry, the, he, the, it's the cop's mum, and he's going to be there at some point. You're like, Jesus mm. Christ, this is getting out of hand, and it was so much fun. Yeah, th- those things were absolutely amazing. Like you say, they delivered perfectly. Yeah. And the thing I loved was that, yeah, you get that initial reveal with the head. Then you get Andy freaking out. And you think at that point that's going to be it. Then he gets his friends involved. So then you get mm. that great interaction. Yeah. Then you get the wrapping up bit. And then when he gives it to the neighbor, I was like, I really hope they don't just forget about this storyline. Yeah. Because it had been so easy because there was so much going on in the movie at this point with Chucky and the mom and the neighbor. Yeah, like the, this shit wasn't needed, dying. but it was so no. good. <laughs> and I really thought they would just forget it. And they don't. Like they, they, they then call it back to have the great dinner scene. And, and then it's still like what what happens what is the actual conclusion is it the copper just like figures it out and opens it up no he chucks it down no he chucks it down the rubbish chute but it gets oh, he discovered does. right yeah okay. so that's when the copper kind of he, oh, yeah, he, he gets does, called yeah. to like the the um you know the rubbish dump site or whatever and yeah see sees the severed head in the wrapping paper and realizes what the hell it is and at that point he obviously thinks it's handy that whole bit is funny with the whole i i'm glad because when i first saw it i was like oh there's a magical trash shoot that they're never going to refer to because the yeah. first time we see it get used is when he puts the dead cat in there and yeah. then we just never get heard about it again and i was like what is this trash shoot and then when obviously yeah. chucky gets put in there then we just see that the guy's going through it wouldn't he have been freaked out with like a dead cat being sent to I him? I mean, like... I feel like he would have, but I mean, what would he have done with a dead yeah. cat? Like, he I feel got like rid of it, I guess. Yeah, I feel like it would have been something that would get got rid of. But when a mm. fucking severed head appears, you you kind of have to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that was like awesome. And then also, obviously, now we're in full spoilers. The the I love the finale of this movie. We, yeah. we you know, it's it's one of those things where you look at it and go, "How has this not been done in a child's play movie?" Yeah. How many there are like a toy grand opening of the new like Buddy Two doll. Oh, like, come perfect. on, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Um, and it's His it was razor satisfying. Grown helicopter was fantastic. Yeah. Like, it was like it was a satisfying yeah. conclusion, but it also left huge franchise potential at the end, where there's like so many different ways they could mm. go with it. And yeah, that was such a fun scene. Like I really, I just. Like I say, the the main thing about this movie for me was how much it grew on me, where I was like, okay, this mm. is cool. Okay, it's still cool. And it was like, oh, this is getting really good. Yeah. This is getting really And by the end of it, like I say, I walked out with a massive smile on my face, listening to the music, the body song stuck in my head. Oh, I was like, the goddamn they nailed this. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right. it was so good. I'm so, I'm, I'm so surprised like how much we loved this. But I'm really happy. This is such a nice one when it's like you mm. have nothing but low expectations and they just like completely exceed them. Definitely. Um, and this guy man well. yeah i was gonna say yeah. this guy like <laughs> you know he's done two great movies that we've seen this year now like i can't mm. wait for him to do more definitely like it'd be interesting to see whether they try and do a sequel because obviously with the whole rights thing which is so murky and it's the only negative about this is like yeah i, I hope it's not bogged down in that where they don't really know what to do um because yeah, he's I don't know way how, many more time, how many more kills they can come up with yeah that aren't in other <laughs> movies um but uh yeah this movie's great like yeah I don't really have anything else to say. It's just a no. fun one. Um, no, we don't want to, but we'll have to move on. Yeah. But yeah, that was our discussion of the new Child's Play. Uh, we'll take a short break and we'll be right back. yeah we do have some questions this week of course you can always hit us up on twitter at shb pod uh let us know any horror or non-horror related questions and we'll always do our best to answer them on the show um this week we have some from cody um he says hey super horror bros uh what is your favorite horror tv series and least favorite um there's Oof. a few questions here so we'll start with that one first um that's, that's that's really difficult isn't it it's tough man um i mean i've just been re-watching stranger things mm. and that that show is another level for me. Like I love it so much. I don't necessarily love it because it's horror. Yeah. Um. You know, I love I love uh, everything else about it. And actually, the horror is the thing that I kind of need le- least in that mm. show. Um. But Stranger Things is fantastic and so good. I think. Um. You know, we've got more news about American Horror Story, and kind of that mm. is a roller coaster. Yeah. but it's had some unbelievable highs yeah and like is a great horror show um and obviously ash versus evil dead 
Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> that is like if I had to say an all-time favorite horror show, then that's definitely because yeah. yeah, like we we talk about TV a lot, but it's always you know it skews more sci-fi and other different. Yeah, genres. Well, like I say, even Stranger Things. Like I was mm. talking about it like today, and like I love that show. And actually, when the horror stuff comes along, I'm like, oh, can we not just get back to them like being at school? Like, yeah. so that's why I wanted yeah. for the longest time for them to just have a season with like no Demi Gordons or anything like that. Exactly. So like that is difficult but it's like one of my favorite tv shows mm. but yeah definitely like ash vs evil dead is like some of the craziest shit i've ever seen mm. let alone on tv let alone that we got three seasons of this thing being made like everything about this is amazing yeah um so I yeah think for, for me one that. the one that really stands out in recent years is one of my old like a really enjoyable horror show was the bates motel i thought was oh, yeah, so bates good motel was great like, yeah it was it was brilliant throughout and i loved the final season i thought it ended beautifully and we talk a lot about like adaptations and like obviously that's a weird one because it's this kind of like quasi prequel to this classic movie and for them to change as much as they did was so ballsy and the fact that it worked is what i really loved about it was like you can't just do the same thing again because they're so boring like we've seen that before and it's already fantastic um so i love the fact that they actually changed who norman was as a character they made him way more sympathetic and yeah i I just loved the conclusion of that definitely check that out but there's like Mm. there's so many of the horror ones i've never seen like hannibal i've always wanted to see yeah i was gonna say hannibal because i've never got around to the final season of that and i really Mm. wanted to go back and watch at all because i love that show yeah um but as far as least favorite i don't i don't really have a least favorite because i don't watch a lot of shows that i just don't like the look of um like you know i famously stopped mm. watching the walking dead but i wouldn't say mm. it's my least favorite because i i enjoyed it at a time it was just i didn't enjoy it yeah, the week anymore there's not been a lot of things i was trying to think i'm sure <sighs> well castle rock was... was not great yeah, i was gonna say castle rock was the one that jumped into my mind that you know really was a disappointment and you know it, it does stick out you know something that and, and there's been a few that i just you know you watch the odd episode of and you just, yeah. it just doesn't grasp you and you don't um keep watching it but they don't really stick on my mind you know it's the the ones that you stick with you're sticking with for a reason mostly yeah there was the that into the dark series um that was like Bloomhouse and hulu that was like an anthology thing that's still ongoing yeah. um where they do like one a month i watched like three oh, episodes yeah of that, yeah and i just stopped watching it because yeah. yeah i enjoyed one Twi- of them Twilight a lot. Zone remake is definitely a disappointment <laughs> as well yeah like it's weird like we have had disappointments for tv shows this year yeah um but uh yeah into the dark was one of the ones that i had to just stop watching because i was mm-hmm. like th- there was one good episode um so yeah, that was definitely one of them. Um, and yeah, he also says favorite horror movie monster design and least favorite. Oof. That is so difficult. I mean, Xenomorph, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, fantastic. I think um, Cloverfield Monster. Mm, yeah. Like, fantastic as well. And his little, like, spawn of Cloverfield, like, just all of that creature design, fantastic. Mm. And yeah, you got to go Xenomorph, haven't you? like yeah it's so difficult there's so many things like i love that the way things look in the thing is great um i still i love the way they look in troll as well like i still think they look fantastic trolls Um, look fantastic yeah you're right it depends what you even class as a monster but but fantastic (laughs) i I just love it um because like the cenobites in hellraiser i think look fucking awesome about to say cenobites because they're kind of not like hellraiser 2 monster design is fantastic yeah yeah i was gonna say chinard like you know the Mm. the more kind of not just pinhead that's become yeah, like, more monstery uh, stuff. Yeah, iconic, like the actual Cenobites and like you know, even some of the other movies where you get into like the Cenobite dogs and stuff like that, and even the wacky third Hellraiser where mm. you have all these weird kind of Cenobites that get made, they're all like really crazy and interesting to look at. Yeah. Um and, and again with this one, like I don't necessarily remember like the bad kind of yeah. creature designs. Um, I don't think if there's anything that's like famously bad that we've seen, but I can't think like because i remember we did see like a monster movie where they were um abandoned on a road the car broke yeah. down on a road what was that one called i think it was called the monster i, I think. think it was called the monster and i remember yeah. saying in that that it wasn't like the monster design was bad no it just was uninspiring like it took so long to get the reveal and then it was just kind of like oh yeah it's a monster like mm. uh, and i think kind of when you get to that more just kind of generic kind of look, um, you know, and a lot of things at this point kind of tend to look maybe like the Cloverfield monster or just mm. kind of like this generic thing and like not necessarily unique. Um, 
but not many of them kind of stick out for me really um no i don't normally get mad by it um no. or if i do i guess i just don't focus like don't keep in my mind like the stuff that i don't enjoy as much i'm just like yeah okay i'm done like the thing is we consume on. so much it is very hard to even waste like mind space on that sort of stuff because yeah, yeah we just have to move on like we have to move on from the stuff we love let alone the stuff mm. that we hate so exactly <laughs> um maybe i'll think of something but yeah there's not i just don't remember seeing like a goofy monster in anything because we've got to the point now where like the standards are yeah, good even when we were watching like book of monsters and that yeah. thing's made on like a shoestring like the mm. stuff in that still looks, looks really good and, and yeah yeah um definitely another obviously american werewolf in london is one of the all-time best monsters as well mm. um but yeah thanks for those questions the fly man. as well man oh yes the fly is so good i love that um but yeah thanks for those questions cody um that's mm. pretty much it for this week i think obviously we're a bit long because cool movies now yeah <laughs> that's always a good space to I'm be in a in. good place um but yeah, obviously we went long on Child's Play because that was a fun one, some good news. Um, but yeah, the the sort of big movies keep on coming. Like I say, we've got Brightburn to look forward to. Indeed. Finally. Um, unfortunately, Annabelle has been delayed in the UK. So Oh, no. Yeah. What a shame. I mean, it is actually a, a genuine shame because now yeah. we might have to see the goddamn thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Because now it's in a, something. Yeah, it's, it's in, in a, like, like a more less quiet week. <laughs> but, but still, I'll, I'll watch anything. Yeah, um, but yeah, we're still like Midsummer, Cannot Wait, mm. like Stranger Things, of course. So we've Hell got so yes. exciting things to look forward to. Um, but this week we talked about the new Child's Play, which is actually a very good movie. Who would have thought? Um, but yeah, thought, that, guys? Was, that was episode 148. Uh, thanks for listening as always, and we'll see you again very soon. See you later, everyone. I never could, how could I start that?